Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Huzzah! Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman and... This, well, you <laughs> this guy! And this guy over here! In stripy shirt, Jason man. Smith. I don't like this shirt. Um, I never liked this shirt, but um, I'm trying it out today. I'm trying a little. It just I don't like the way it's ne- the neck works on this one, but um, and I really don't like vertical stripes. I don't need to look wider than I am. Um, Are I you out of? Uh, is it that point in the laundry? It's that point in the laundry. I feel like the side of a Winnebago. Like this is the same color scheme. Like maybe not quite as um, stripes not as as close together as like my grandfather's. Uh, you know mobile you know whatever tra- trailer from when i was a kid that we used to go camping in and so i feel like the awning of that particular uh winnebago right now let, let me just say this as you were talking about this i was thinking to myself um because i wasn't really listening to you no i was this is about what you were saying i was thinking to myself i don't know who else i'd be thinking to you ever notice those things those <laughs> things you say like i'm thinking to myself like where where, 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 where? okay so i was now I don't even remember anymore. See, this is the problem. Welcome to my brain. That's what happens. And I had a whole thing for you about wearing stuff. Oh, I remember now. There's no, what's the equivalent of guys when like women get so close that they cycle, right? Together. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a scientific fact. Right. That's not a sexist thing to say, right? I don't, well, I don't know if it is or not, but I also think it's a scientific fact. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a scientific fact. So, but what I'm saying is I'm jealous of it. I'm saying like, I don't feel like I have a thing like that with dude friends. Like, you know, uh-huh. my guy friends, like we can't cycle together, but why I bring this up is because you brought up your shirt and you're not happy with it. And I was actually, I was thinking the same thing the whole time. I was like, I, this shirt is bothering the hell out of me. I'm hot. I just like, I, I just want to wear this black shirt underneath. It's nice. It's Lululemon. I can just chill. So I feel like we are mentally, we've reached that. We're both having like a, I don't like what I'm wearing today kind of day. The male version of that. Like, yeah, it's like, you know what, Cliff, I'm just not feeling this shirt today and I'm not feeling this and I really need to cut my beard because I promised myself I'd keep this all clean and I haven't and I just feel I'm just feeling a little wonky. I've been letting it go um, that you haven't been because I love how good, especially now that we started the workouts so we yeah. did all week, by the way, so far, if we don't mess up tomorrow, which we won't. won't. I mean, you should be all like by next week, Monday, you should be all trim and. Oh, I'm feeling a go. lot better, you know, with the workouts and we'll get into that after the, after the interview, but, uh, mm-hmm. I'm feeling a lot better from doing that with you. And, and just in general, I'm, I'm sore and, uh, uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, so I good. understand why, like, uh, this is tougher when your, your belly kind of is hanging over. You got a lot of weight on that, um, on that back. Um, is that what, yeah. you know, listen, that's, that's one of the reasons I've never allowed myself to get overweight. Um, too much because the second my belly starts hanging over the seatbelt, uh-huh. I can't drive. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, this is not going to happen. I have to go on a diet before I get back in the car. <laughs> no, I'm fat enough right now where my belt, like if I wear a belt, it's like it, it hurts the top of my belly, which is not a very comfortable feeling. Like it's just poking because it's because right. my it's like it's just it's sitting on top of the belt center. Yeah, not that's why I'm glad we're doing this less mill thing. I'm I'm feeling good and uh, I'm punching away. And I'm we'll get into up. it. I'll punch his belly away. Uh, by the way, we're going to get into it more uh, after. after. Right. But, you know, um, I have a few things I want to say, but I'm also very excited because our dear friend Jacqueline is here from Rotten Tomatoes again. I and like Jacqueline. You know how I know I like her? 
Because How? we completely disagree on the movie, which we shall not name. Uh-huh. And like, you remember the last time she was here and she loved it. She liked it. She gave it like a, whatever the Rotten Tomato equivalent of a thumbs up is, which Jack will tell us. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. And, um, uh, you know, even though she was wrong, she's still back and, <laughs> and holding her head up and, and ready to go. So without further ado, I say we introduce the top dog at Rotten Tomatoes, Jacqueline. Jacqueline Coley, what's up? <laughs> The shade. The shade. <laughs> yeah, this is how it goes when now you're a regular guest. Cliff. This is how it's going to go, Jacqueline. Let's, I it's don't even okay. want to talk about the movie. You certified it fresh, though, and they pulled it from theaters. Two days of Jason and I dissecting it, and then it was out of theaters. Just saying. I mean, yeah. That's the, you know what's really funny, though, is... <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> you know what's really funny, though, is... It doesn't matter because you can be wrong. The joy is right. talking about it. It's talking about it. You just nailed it on every level. I agree. I've, um, I have been, um, I, still get, I still catch heat because of my, um, my review of, uh, of Hamilton from, from my friend's family and everybody will listen. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, you didn't like I, it? I thought it was okay. Oh, I, boy. I'm a, <laughs> I don't want to get it too back even to that one either. Oh, I thought boy. it was okay. I think there are better. It was not my thing. Um, and I just said it, all I said, I don't, but I wanted to have an argument with some people about something that wasn't political or mm -hmm. theater. I just wanted to talk about content and, and theater. And I'm, I'm not like a super big musical nerd, but I've watched lots of stuff. And I was in a musical, I was in a musical improv team. Gosh, darn it. And I've had to watch a lot of musicals. Uh, this is still but, happening. Uh, but I, uh, I, man, I, I said, I, I just put on Facebook, mm. Hey, this is okay. Hamilton is just okay. And that, that was enough of a fight with my family that, uh, that I, I think I'm allowed back for Thanksgiving, but I'm not sure yet. Not just your I... family. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Jacqueline, that's what we're talking about, which is, and what you said, it's that this is the beauty of art and content is that we can argue over this instead of arguing over the latest political thing that's driving everyone insane. No, yeah. let's talk about art and getting a real heated argument over why we didn't like it or liked it. You're right. I will have an intense fight with someone about Justice League over discussing the global pandemic any day of the week. Any day. Let's of the just week. say. Let's okay. just say. So let's talk about. Wait, wait, just Justice League was more depressing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? No, it was more depressing. Arguable. That's arguable. I, <laughs> there, there's an argument DC. to be made for that. DC, man. And then they do something like the Doom Squad. All right, let me not digress. Let's talk about Umbrella Academy. Yes, I'm okay. really excited about this. I And I know there's people that are listening right now that are skeptical because, look, I was a fan of the comics. It's a Dark Horse comic. It's about, you know, these like seven kids who are adopted by this weirdo, but they, they all were born on the same day. They're very different people. And it turns out they have superpowers. It's like the dysfunctional Avengers. Like, I really <laughs> like that, like, instead of, you know, being well-adjusted people like Captain America and Tony Stark, like if their actual pain that they were inflicted on manifested itself into adulthood as it should, these are very tragic people, and this team up really embraces that. And it's got some really great folks. It's got Ellen Page in it. Um, it's got Emmy Raver, who folks may not know her, but she was actually from Hamilton. Sorry, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and it, I know. Uh, Aiden Gallagher, Mary J. Blige is in it. Also, um, 
uh, Robert Sheehan, who's just like this weird actor, but I love his brand he's of great. weird. Yeah, he's him. just I love his brand of weird. So yeah, no, it's it's really fun, and I I'm so excited for season two. I've seen it, um, but yeah, I can't wait, say too so much. It's dropping Friday, right? It's dropping Friday, but I got to get some some screener episodes. I'm not allowed to say exactly, but I am here talking about how folks should see it. So infer in that what you will. Yeah, on my opinions say, of it. I, well, I agree with you wholeheartedly on this. Unlike other things, this is I love. I like the Dark Horse comic. I, you know, I loved the. I, I liked it all. I loved the first season. I'll pretty much watch anything with Ellen Page and. Um, oh, uh, well, Sheehan I love, but there was another guy in it that I. I you just said his name, uh, and now I'm blanking. Robert Sheehan, or do you no, want to talk guy about uh, Aiden Aiden um, uh, Gallagher or Tom Hooper? Tom Hooper. Yes, he plays the other like lead. Yeah, and he's very yeah. tall and gorgeous and dreamy. Yeah, yeah, he's a great. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch him than than the guys on uh, on uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yay! Hey, yeah. you know what? <laughs> like, I'm not I don't dissing, disagree uh, with you. Yeah, I'm not dissing Eric Dane or or uh, Patrick Dempsey by any means. I'm just saying, you know, let's give this guy a break. All right. <laughs> But it is good, right? And this season two, yeah, I mean, it this is, is what Netflix Netflix though, do you think they're making a push for a lot more original content at this point because of maybe losing some subscribers and a lot more competition entering? You know what's really interesting is Netflix, I will say, has some smart people there in ways that in some ways the they're sometimes too smart because Netflix jumped on streaming back when Blockbuster was laughing when they wanted to pitch them to acquire them. And Netflix is now one of the most valuable companies out there. And there's only one Blockbuster open in North America. Wait, there's so, still one? There's, one there's still one. There's still one. There's oh still one Blockbuster. I think it's either in Oregon or Alaska, but there's like one. And there's one in Australia, but whatever. Anyway, Blockbuster wow. is done. But... <laughs> I'm obsessed with like the dying movie store, the dying like rental store as well too, because I'm I, I miss being able to walk the aisles and like hold the the actual you know content well, that you're going to take home. That's my era, Hollywood Video yeah. Blockbuster. But the, yeah. I will say this: there's nothing better than going like on a Tuesday at like, mm. four o'clock and you get like three new releases and it's t and they're in and you grab them and yeah. you grab some popcorn. You go home, you're like, I can't wait to watch these. Kids younger than me don't experience the joy of being able to get that movie when you wanted it. They just like click yes. on that VOD. It's always there. There's an immediacy to that, that they don't, they don't feel my pain. You know what I'm saying? I do. Uh, There's an unadulterated joy that came from yeah. like it dropped in the new, like the return yeah. box and they're like, oh, I'll check it in and you can have it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So um, yes, go on. So they're too so, smart over at Netflix. Yeah, they're too smart because they really <laughs> like they were up on streaming. Uh, they realized that they're remember because their DVD like at home business was their business. And they got in trouble when at one point they wanted to like split that off yeah. and they wanted to do streaming on one and the video on the other, which is what they did a few years later when nobody was paying attention. They just didn't make an <laughs> announcement and give it a stupid name like Quickster. But they right. did that. <laughs> And they also realized that licensing was a thing. And so they licensed shows like Friends in the Office. But they realized eventually these dudes are going to figure out the fact that we are gaining an audience on their stuff. Right. <laughs> and they're right. going to ask us to give their stuff back. And they did. And so now they built this sort of like brand um, loyalty and it's global. It's so global. Like the reason why they keep making Adam Sandler movies is because globally, he kills. He still is one of their high, that murder house. I think is their number six thing that they've ever put out. 
I mean, this is the, this is what I'm saying. It's it's idiocracy. You know, if, if my yeah. judge was ever right, <laughs> he was right that time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I mean, okay, but you see something like the uh, the new what is it? The old guard. Yeah. Oh, but that's good. That was really good. That was really I good. I loved. Well, that's yeah. the. I, I felt like that was the one that they nailed. It. They they co-financed that with uh, Skydance, right? Yep. Yep. They did. But this is what they're seeing, right? They're seeing the licensing that they had is coming up. So yeah. they're going to lose a lot of it. So they got to replace it. What are they going to replace it with? They don't have friends. That went to HBO Max, not to Peacock, <laughs> yeah. which is a whole yeah. other conversation. Oh, my God. People are so confused because they don't understand ownership. And I was like, trying to explain this to someone. I was like, yes, Friends was on NBC, <laughs> but Warner Brothers owns it. Also, right. This Is Us is owned by Fox, even though it's on NBC. Right. Um, but Studios then you'll see pay. something. Yeah, Studios Pay. Also, right. one that I'm like fighting to get on Peacock right now because I don't think folks realize this. This is such a deep cut and definitely aging me. Go for it. HBO's one of HBO's first original series was called Dream On, yeah, and it was about Brian Ben Ben. Yes, one of the best yes. one of the best ones ever made, and it talks about TV culture being raised on the set. The God, best. And this is why I like you guys, because y'all would get that cut and a lot of other people wouldn't. But anyway, it also has one of the greatest theme songs in the history of television. It's this really jazzy piano, which is like you could actually like dance to it. That's owned by NBC. And I'm like, can I jump in with a live cut? Wait, what you got? What you got? What you got? Well, well, this is a deep cut. Do you ever see Greg Berlanti like at the end of all his shows? There's the kid in front of the TV is his logo. That to me is ripped off right from Dream On. Yes, it is ripped off from Dream On. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because okay. yes. that, See, you know I, the loved, I, loved, I love that. I loved the cutback scenes where like it would intermix with like the, the stuff he literally like pulled his identity from in, in television shows from his childhood, which let's be honest, we all do that now. We just don't make shows yeah. about it because it's so in like woven into the society right. now. People you don't even, even market. It. Exactly. Right. So, but I, Oh, God, now you're going to get me talking about that show. Early HBO was interesting. First and 10. The only football show with all white dudes. Oh, my God. There's like two black guys on the show. Everyone's like white and like, hey, this is how football is played. It's like, no, it's not North Dallas 40, dude. This is not how football is played. You know what I'm saying. Maybe in the CBL. Like, is this the great Indian football league? Wow. I don't know. Remember remember the one that was the WWE? They made a football team. Remember that? Like the XFL? It was like, oh it was like, God. A- <laughs> oh my God, that, there needs to be a movie about that. Jason, you, you guys, you know, the XFL came back and then ended because of COVID, right? No, they yeah. did. What? They brought it back. They brought it back this year. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I, I stopped watching wrestling when yeah. I was God was TV. like, no, <laughs> no. The other thing I think, well, no, you Kurt Warner came up from arena football, but there were a couple of people that came out of yeah. it originally. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, they brought, they tried to bring it back and then, you know, yeah. we, we wouldn't go yeah. God said no. And I um, also, Arliss was early, was early HBO Ooh, too, which I which I think is really funny because Ballers did that show way better later. But like Arliss was good, but Ballers really quickly. Like, oh, it was so good. It was so oh, yeah, good. Ballers was entourage. It was the Black Entourage. It was Black Entourage, sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, and they did it. But Arliss you know, started that with the, all those cameos and like, yes, you know, making it about the industry. Template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, early HBO too. Sure, we t- you know we would always talk about Arliss when you know working on Entourage. It wasn't a yeah. uh, you know it, it was never a, a separation. It was a definitely yeah. an influence. You're you're so on point. But this is what I'm seeing now. So like Old Guard, which was great. 
Did you not love Old Guard? I really did because I did not know what that movie was going into it. I, first of all, it's Charlize Theron and, you know, Kiki Lane, but like, I didn't know that it was going to be this like time jump fantasy sort of like Knights of Templar shit. I was like, this is not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be Charlize Theron's version of Extraction, basically, like just this weird, like, you know, female action movie. And it was that. But it had, like, way more stuff they really didn't kind of allude to in the previews, which I thought was really kind of interesting. I agree with you. Jason and I talked about this. Let me ask you your opinion on this. Um, I felt like, because I was not familiar with the graphic novel on that one either. I had never heard of it. So if they had not given away in the trailer, because I felt that the movie itself was sold by the first act, where you think they're extraction people, you think they're Navy SEALs, and then they don't die yeah but when you know they don't die going into it i felt i lost one level did you feel uh no i did not know going into it because my the only stuff i saw i didn't think i saw the full trailer i just saw i saw the like netflix that plays when you go on the netflix they just give you a little bit like the tease so i didn't see the full trailer before i saw it tell me tell me tell me what was was that like experiencing so you didn't know they didn't die I didn't know that at all. I did not know that at all. I didn't know it was a time jump thingy. I literally thought it was Charlie's there in extraction. Again, this is like a benefit and maybe a downside too of, um, because of the nature of my industry, I see things a little bit early. Like they want to get us out there so I can come and talk to folks like you about it. Um, so yeah, that was on my, that was in my queue where they were like, Hey, we're going to give you this movie like a good two weeks before everybody else got it. Um, so it was great. Yeah. And I just popped this, just played and then i'm like i was like i like paused it and then i went and looked like once the the reveal happens i'm like wait a minute what the hell am i watching because this is not what i was expecting yeah. and i was like the movie is moving. It. yeah it was great sorry but it was moving fast the movie is moving fast yeah it was moving fast i was like because where it got to in the story i was like this is like normally third act stuff why are we here so early and then i was like oh shit there's like a whole nother movie on the other side of this and it was great right? yeah that's what I so that's so fascinating because I was saying I wish I had experienced that that way because still I loved it and Kiki Lane is a godsend. Oh, she's so good, right? I mean, Beale yeah. Street. I mean, you kind of knew, but look, that's a relegated black film, right? Can we say that's yeah. black Hollywood, oh, right? This yeah, is white yeah. Hollywood. They did not yeah. treat her as a black female lead. They did not mm-hmm. treat her as a female lead. They no. treated her as an American lead. They dressed yeah. her up in the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. And I think too, that's also a testament to the director, uh, Gina Prince, by the wood. It's so funny. She did an interview with Netflix where she talked about the fact her first movie was love and basketball, which to this day is one of the best sports movies ever. And that's including like having this huge romance, but it's still an amazing sports movie. And then she did other great movies after that. She did beyond the lights. She did uh, uh, the secret life of bees. She did all these really great movies. Her budgets kept getting smaller. She kept having to work harder to get these movies done. She and then Netflix, why. you know, then I Netflix comes. So I mean, but then Netflix like comes. Me. I mean, look. <laughs> Sorry. Go, Ted I Sarandos. No, no, no. Hey, Ted Sarandos <laughs> is married to a black woman. I always want to tell people this all the time when I'm just like, he created strong black lead for a reason, kids. Don't get it twisted. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, but. They give her $150 million and an Oscar winner, and she's able to do this. So no, I just she did love so that. Much more. Don't you think, like, yes. did you find there was a, there was a soul to the, to the actual narrative, the way she directed it and yeah. used the music with the edit? 
I felt that yeah. it matched on point that where I hadn't seen that except maybe a little in Baby Driver. But that was it. Yes, that was the other thing. Because they were also, it was also something where they set the time with the music and they, they made it feel like you were going to the various points in these, you know, yes. like obviously you know, centuries long, you know, things of the battle. And then it got to like, when they're going back to like ancient times, like the scoring feels like freaking Braveheart, I know, which is so good. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you see yeah. it. But what you also see is that this human being as a director, as a storyteller can do it on any level. It, it, it there, there is no gender or race bias. It's like either people can make movies or they can't. Let's find yeah. all the people who can make movies like this and just let yeah. them make a bunch more. And uh, yeah, she's some also uh, South, uh, sorry, uh, Southern California. I think she went to either UCLA or USC. She's going to be mad that I cannot remember those, but she's Southern California girl, born and raised. Yeah, she, she's a, it's a special talent. That's yeah. you, you don't you don't see directors like that that often. I don't, yeah. I don't think I think it's a next level thing. I agree. Um, I agree. So we expect a sequel from that, right? Um, I mean, you hope so. The, I think they're, they're the, the Netflix is looking at that like it was a hit. But either way, I know she's going to be able to make more big movies. Oh, do you know who she went to? Go ahead. Go tell me. No, no, no. You Uh, tell us this while I'm looking. Go. um, You know who she went to for advice? Because obviously she's making a huge leap from her biggest movie being 10 million into her now one, you know, plus, you know, 120 million. She went to Ryan Johnson and she asked him because he kind of did the same thing going from like mid to low level indies to doing Star Wars. And she was just like, and he was like, just tell a story. He said, don't let the fact that it's a, you know, a hundred thousand dollar proper gig or that you got to do all this CGI is like, tell the story first and then everything else is icing on that cake. And I thought that was really interesting because if you look at the movie, you see that's exactly what she did. She told the story first. And then the fact that it's like putting all that money behind it, that just makes it even better. But anyway, yeah, she told the story. No, no, no. You're, I'm, I'm thinking about what you said because it is so on point. And she told the story first <laughs> and then she locked the story in the edit and the rhythm. Is she she did something very special. OK, so this is what I was going to tell. I mean, yeah, I think we're in agreement, right? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So I, I was told today that uh, Netflix, they uh, just recently announced their 19 most watched. But at the top uh, five extraction, yeah. 99 million people. Uh, Bird Box, 89 million. Uh, this one, uh, you know, Spencer Confidential, 85 million. Did you yeah, see it? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised by that. I did because I like Winston Duke's thighs. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, listen, Peter Berg can make a movie. You know, he's a very yes, good no, director. Um, I really liked that movie that nobody saw, um, the, the, the oil rig one, uh, Deepwater Horizon. Nobody saw that movie. I actually yeah, kind of liked it. I'm on that list of nobody saw, of the nobodies. Yeah, I didn't see yeah. it. You think I should watch that? It's, it's actually quite enjoyable. You think it's sort of like watching Titanic. You know, the boat sinks. It's sort of, you know, like, you know what's going to happen. But it's right. still pretty good. It was actually quite enjoyable. A good, fun action movie. He knows how to shoot those movies. Yes. He knows. he doesn't. Really he's not going to go try and make something crazy. He knows where he's good. And right. him and Mark Wahlberg have made an industry out of doing those movies. So good yeah, for that. Yeah, it's them. like the Leo and uh, Scorsese, you know. Exactly, uh, yeah. All right, so, and then I was said, so Six Underground had 83 million and mm-hmm. Murder Mystery, 73 million. Murder Mystery, yeah, that was right. Murder House is what I said, but I meant Murder. I knew it was the Adam Sandler uh, with I Jen right. No, it's, I mean, look, <laughs> I faked it. <laughs> I, I got right. half I of the it. two words right. I got half I of the two it. words right. You knew what I, I wasn't meant. Watching it. Yeah, because I'm not watching it. Unless you, someone tells me it's that good. <laughs> but what's up, Jace? I would nothing. I'm listening to you guys. I know you guys are very cute today. Um, everybody's you. giggly. Um, I was just trying to calculate 99 million viewers, right? The average yeah. 
ticket price of a movie is 10 bucks, let's say, I think about right now. So that means it's a billion dollar movie, right? Yeah. Box office. If that was a box office movie and 99 million people are went and saw it, that's about where we'd be at. Yes. Maybe more, it's because, but right. it's relative. Yeah. But I mean, half of those people at least aren't different. leaving their home. Yeah, Sorry, but it's good for the difference. But we're talking about billion dollar Adam Sandler movies at this point. And billion- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, think about it if this was more of a traditional movie type. I just go in there and leave like, pop I mean, he like he's Yeah, that's what he does. He just pops in, says his little thing, and then he disappears without even a trace. Yeah, I know the Facebook people are going to enjoy my little like movement, but I literally like was trying to like jump out of the box. Um, also, think about this: <laughs> Netflix doesn't have as much access as like theaters. People have more access to theaters than they do to Netflix. I know it doesn't seem that way, but when you think globally, it is that really? way. Yes, well, because there well, so, there's more access to theater. They didn't say maybe people go to theaters, but more right. people could go to a theater over an extrapolated amount of time than people that currently have a Netflix subscription. Right. And also Netflix is, it, it varies continent to continent, correct? Yes. It's not yes. like yes. in England, they're getting what we're getting or in Sweden, so on and so on. Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race is one of the number one shows over in England because over there, that's where it comes out. On, it doesn't come out on VH. It doesn't come out on VH1. It comes out on Netflix like weekly. Oh, okay. So they, I found that out when I was, yeah, like, so they have the international rights to RuPaul's Drag Race uh, on Netflix in England, and it's like a phenomenon over there <laughs> because wow. of it. That's amazing. Which I was, well, meanwhile, over here, it's still a phenomenon, but it's very like niche. You watch VH1, but like over there, it's like a mainstream show. <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's what I mean. That's what Netflix has allotted us. But I feel like, again, is there going to be, or are, is there now a rush to this original content? You know, all these sequels. I mean, I believe all those movies are lined up for sequels. Yeah. I would imagine. I know yeah. I know murder mystery is for sure. I mean, look, I'm glad that they're doing that because I'm a fan of the streaming. I used to scream all the time because I've been a cord cutter for a long time, but I don't even know if you would call it a cord cutter. I was just broke, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been there. Afford. I've been there. Um, I mean, I'm actually what they call a, a never cutter or like a never quarter, which means that when I left my parents' house after that, I never could afford cable uh, oh. until eventually Netflix came around and I just had Netflix. So by the time I could afford cable, I just decided I will do Netflix. And at that point, I think they had just gotten Hulu. And so I did Netflix and Hulu and I like scammed somebody's direct TV password if I needed to like see some football. And that's literally how I existed throughout my twenties as far as um, seeing movie, seeing uh, content online. So now look at you. You made sure you get all the content all the time. I still just have, I still have somebody's password. I have my boss's password, actually. This is no joke. I have my boss's password for his, um, what is it? Uh, Xfinity Comcast cable. That's great. (laughs) Jason. Oh, nothing. I I was just, I I wanted to jump in with this, but before I ask it, do you have a Michelle Obama and Oprah Jesus candles? Yes. Yes, I do. Beautiful. Amazing. I really do. No, we have Lin-Manuel Miranda, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Michelle Obama and Oprah. I pray Lin to them Manuel. daily. Lynn Manuel, Jason. Amazing. Um, because if you're going to have something to aspire to, these hey. are the chicks, yo. They are. Absolutely. I and love the it. man. I was mm. looking at them. I'm like, I, I didn't have to see the Lynn Manuel one, so I, we won't go there. <laughs> I saw them. They're, they're awesome. I was just going to say, like, uh, Obama. <laughs> um, 
it's kind of funny that your progress because I when I got got out was right when like the mini the dish satellite dishes were coming out. Mm. So I that when I caught I got dish because I wanted all the shows. So like uh. the Playboy Channel for the house just because that was a thing you could do finally as an adult. Like and we'd have all my friends. Guys and girls, we'd all come over and we'd watch night calls together and make a make a like a fish fry every fr- Sunday. Um, and do I want to know what night calls yeah. is? It's, I don't know what it is. And it's, it's like soft talk, porn. It was a top. Sh- it was a topless talk show. Um, oh, that's, yeah. that is a concept. I we see how learned. they did that. You learned I about Playboy. Um, but uh, and then I got my first DVD player. So I remember very I, because we couldn't really cut cords then. So it was it was uh, my first satellite dish and. The, uh, a DVD of The Matrix and a DVD of Friday, and those were the mm. watched just all day and all night. So it was it was a much different time in my twenties. I just uh, I just really appreciate yours. I mean, look, I was not one of these digital kids, which I don't think any of those kids care about cable anymore. They are they are strictly YouTube and you know TikTok and Netflix mm-hmm. and things, you know. And by the way, mm-hmm. they view those all the same. So like TikTok, Netflix, that's all the same to them. It's just internet TV, which I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not the but, same. You know what I'll add to this? We might be, I was thinking about this the other day, we might be the last generation of people who want big screen TVs. Now that, 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 that industry might be on a on Wow, a you floor. think so? Well, kids don't care. Kids don't care. Yeah, they, they don't care what they watch it on. He watches on his phone. He's perfectly happy. He doesn't need surround sound or huge and nothing. Yeah. Sorry, there's saying. a part that that hit me really hard as someone that I <laughs> literally I literally said to the other day, I'm I'm I miss theaters more than some of my family members. <laughs> I'm being really me too. I want to go to an IMAX screening more than I would want to go, you know, see some of my cousins. So I'm like, I just hope y'all are alive and well. <laughs> but an <laughs> access to, to the, the new- the new Beverly Cinema, which is that's Quentin Tarantino's uh, theater where he plays like old movies. Yeah, I, I miss that place. Like yeah. legitimately miss that place. It's hard to get tickets for like you want to see Pulp Fiction like on a midnight or a Friday night or Wednesday night show. You get almost you got to buy them online like a week in advance. Uh, I don't care though. I would st- I still go. And then you go like yeah. And then you go like like you know B movies like random like black exploitation films. Like he does all that. Did we lose your pod? Uh, we did lose your pod. We did. We got it. Okay, back, so, so Jacqueline, let me ask you this: Is there anything now coming out that besides Umbrella that we should look at? Like, I saw this uh, the girl from um, Thirteen Reasons Why. She's got a new show. Do you know? Cursed. Yes. Cursed. So I watched this one. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. tell you about Cursed. Tell me. I watched it. It's okay. Let me put it this way. I got all the way through. I finally got okay. through with it. But it's slow. Yes. I feel like they felt they knew they had a second season. And so they took their time and hmm. that took my time, which kind of pissed me off. I was like, you don't get that much of my time to make I'm me like you. your show. I'm with you. Were the transitions weird to you? Yeah. It just felt like I knew what oh. they were trying to get to. And, but uh, did you finish it? Not yet. No, I'm, I'm I, when okay. you said I finally finished it, I was like, Oh, I relate to that. I'm trying, um, but I will mm-hmm. say the last two episodes, they really stuck the landing. Uh, the last two. The last two episodes, like two things happen in the last two episodes where you're like, oh, if this is the show next season. Let's go. But uh, it took so long to get there. That's what made me mad. But like, seriously, the last two episodes, feeling. you are going to. And I, I literally made me be like, well, damn it. 
I'm like, y'all better not do this shit next season. I need y'all to get there quickly. (laughs) They're going to do it. It's a problem. But I think, are we seeing these shows? Like, is this a big show from something? Like, was it adapted from something? I never heard of it in my life. So it's a YA sci-fi novel. So it's in that very, like, um, Hunger Games sort of thing. But it was very popular, apparently. I knew of it from Mm -hmm. my, like, you know, romance novel circles. But I hadn't watched it. Uh, I hadn't read it. Sorry. But right. I, so I knew it was, it was a popular. big thing. Right. It was okay. a big so thing, yeah. It's got a large fan base for its IP, so that makes sense. And I think they know that, and that's why they were taking their time. Right. You know what I mean? We'll slow burn it. Screw you. Yeah. Because they, they lost me. I, you know, I, I might go back to it now based on what you said. Uh, but I've been finding this with a few of the new shows and this leads me to ask, you know, especially with Netflix, are they renewing stuff? Let's not say this because it's such a big property, but are they renewing stuff just because they have to at this point? I mean, I wonder, it's really weird what production is going to happen because like they were able to keep shooting the crown in England. So like they didn't, they didn't lose production on that. And anything they're shooting in New Zealand is, is shooting. So from what I understand, Netflix has anywhere between 100 and 100, 100 and 200 productions going on simultaneously. So I think for them, it's really just about what do they know people are coming back for? Like, like, yeah, go ahead. That's so curious. Compa- I just wanted to compare and contrast that against a normal working studio. Is that of a similar scale of a studio or is that huge compared to like a... Oh, huge uh the universal like or or disney give you an example disney at one time across television and online maybe 50 75 wow okay so this is an incredible amount of productions at any given time in comparison and at scale compared to any other studio out there because you expect disney to probably be that biggest one yeah that is literally the biggest one and that includes television i might add you and that's that's like very much on the high end that includes animation that includes literally everything also, I might add, if you add up the amount of money that Netflix spends on content, you could take all the other major studios combined and it still beats it by like two billion. I was just adding it in my head. I was thinking like all that production, all the acquisition buys from all over yeah. the world feels like a trillion dollars a year they're spending. Yeah, um, it's not that bad. I think they do like nine <laughs> I billion. I think they do like nine billion, but that's still a lot. Like in like Disney maybe in spending. Right. But it's a global brand. That's what I always tell people. Just remember, they're trying to make shows in Africa. They're trying to make shows in Australia. They're trying to make shows that speak to Asia. They're trying to make shows that speak to North America, Latin, the South America. So when you think about it that way, you're like, okay, I get it. Right. But then when we look at the other um, streamers, you know, in competition with them, let's not even talk about Disney Plus. Let's just say the, you know, it used to be like NBC, ABC, CBS. So we go Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, Amazon. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, we had Prime and we have the Hulu originals and the Netflix originals. Is one of them going to lose? Like, are we going to maybe see one of them go away? You know, because the um, series I'm seeing falling off a little. Like, Hulu's getting better. Amazon seems to be getting a little worse. Yeah, but Amazon doesn't care. Amazon, this is this is not what they do it for. They, they do it so you the keep, money. They do it so you keep that prime. Same thing with Apple. This is what's so weird. Apple and Amazon can just outlast everyone. Because as much as money as Netflix has, it ain't anything on apple apple has more money than everybody <laughs> like, yeah because yeah, apple is like in a different stratosphere than everyone else and so is amazon to that point too i think those are the two top companies right now so whatever so right. yes those are netflix is doing great but uh apple like tim cook is looking down and like oh that's so cute uh that's you know what i mean yeah content 
yeah, with your cute little streamer. Um, so they can outlast them from uh, mm. just the timing, and they could probably at one point just be like, okay, we're just going to buy you because we don't want to do it on our own anymore. Which we which I think happen. Which could maybe not Netflix. Netflix's stock has gone up significantly, and they've gotten a lot bigger. But mm. this is like, and I will piss off people by saying this, but like Netflix could buy Apple. I think Netflix? that rumor like. Wait, I mean, Netflix not Netflix. Could, sorry, not, Apple. sorry, Apple. Apple could buy Disney. That's Netflix. what I meant to say. No, wait. Apple can buy Disney. That's what I meant to say. Apple, Apple can the, buy Disney. Disney, because their stock price just took this huge hit, and there's a wow. lot of people on both boards. Like Iger had to quit the Apple board when they made uh, when they made Apple TV, um, and there was a rumor. I'm almost positive that came out not too long ago about the idea that Apple wanted to buy Disney. And like they can, they don't want to because they don't want to be in the theme park business, but they want their IP. So they could, they have enough yeah. to buy them. Wow. That's yeah. okay. So <laughs> like, and I'm, so I'm, I'm making sure I'm right. Yes. Apple buys Disney. That was actually something that was talked about around March of this year. So, so, so we're just basically saying antitrust laws went out the window a long time ago, right? What is that? What's um, antitrust law? I mean, what is it? What is it? What did the character Adam Adam Baldwin's or Alec Baldwin's character on Thirty Rock said? Really, only four companies own everything, and they just make you think that we're different, which is the truth. It really is. Did you see the uh, Jason and I were obsessed with the Thirty Rock? On I didn't. I didn't because I honestly I'm in Emmy mode right now, so I have to watch all of the shows that are about to be nominated for Emmy. So I've been watching like The Great. I watched The Great, which is uh, okay. We had a whole show devoted to it. Oh, so good. So I good. mean. Next level, She's right? So good. He's L. so Fanning, good. Nicholas yeah, Holt. Yeah, L. Nicholas Holt. I didn't. I didn't see that coming out of Nicholas Holt. Honestly, like oh. he is really good in that. Jason. Oh, I don't have anything to say. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. <laughs> well, uh, and that, that show really took me. I mean, listen, you know, you thought that Tony McNamara is such a great writer, and you know, it would be g- good if not wonderful. But I, I didn't see that coming. Me either. I thought it was going to be a one-trick pony. Like, this will be funny for two episodes, and then I'll get bored. No, I was, like, legitimately like, what's going to happen? And again, you know it's going to happen because <laughs> it's history, or at least, you know, has a semi-basis on history. But I was literally, like, enthralled. And I, I don't know who the guy that plays her love interest in that is, that Leo kid, but I really liked him. I thought oh, he was yeah. so good. Her I didn't know. Yeah, he got really great. charming. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, so at the end when that, you know, sacrifice happens, it's it, it really landed. I, I It I really was, did. And also the language and the dialogue, just everything about it to me. I can't wait for season two. Is that so you're gonna you're leaning toward that, right? You're watching that. What what, what are you so what's coming out now that we could look at? Anything to tell us about anything that's coming down the pipe. So yeah. the only thing I know for sure that I'm excited about that was just announced recently, which was that Bill and Ted is gonna be released directly to video which i was actually huh it is going straight to video it got announced today uh, at comic-con that it's going straight to video and that just made my day so i love keanu and all things and i especially wanted to see this and actually another thing too alex winter directed a movie that's on hbo right now about good showbiz kids and i think that's another one that that folks should check out if you get a chance it was really good. It was really yeah, good. Evan and I mean, he went, would, I mean, he we went, went back deep. to people from the 40s that were like um, yeah. kid performers. And Jada Pinkett Smith, I forgot she was a kid performer. 
she really laid some stuff out and even about her yeah. kids and i mean that yeah. was, they've been getting deep the smiths the pinkett smiths yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and making a lot of money off of it facebook is never <laughs> letting her go they have no. made so much money off of that red table talk oh my god why would they let her go i mean that's it she's yeah she's, she's, well they got rid of all the other genius yeah, but they got rid of all their other content, like literally everything else. They got rid of all their their shows, and they've really kind oh, of like really? left the original. Yeah, they had that um, show with the Avenger girl, uh, Ols- yes. Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, yes. Uh, sorry for your loss. And they had a couple of other shows, and they kind of just basically were like, yeah, we can't compete. We're out. But they've kept Red Table. We can't compete. We're out. I'm glad they realized that. So none of us has to suffer fools on their, on their network. I mean, uh, YouTube did too. They sold Cobra Kai to Netflix and they're like, this is. Do we have you know when, speaking of Netflix and Cobra Kai, do we know when season three is going to come out? Uh, when is COVID going to end? <laughs> uh, never recorded. I, I thought they had actually started doing, I thought they'd started taping that last summer, last year. Did what. they, did they do it? Then I didn't know that. I didn't know that they had already filmed. I thought they were like, they sold it waiting for another season. So they already have one in the can probably soon. They may have. I don't know. It, it would come out about this time because we were working with them last year and I thought that they'd started taping, but I wasn't sure. Hey, Jacqueline, um, did we get a, did they give a release date for the Bill and Ted's? Or they just I said it's coming it's to you? September? Yeah, end of August, early September, I think. Yes. Was yeah. That? It's so exciting. Um, I can't yeah. wait. I mean, okay, look, so we it, got that. Anything else like more recent? Like, because I've been finding lately we seem to be in a bit of a lull. Yeah, I think August. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Typically, July is hopping, but everything that was supposed to be in July has now shifted off. You know, Mulan's taken off the schedule. Tenant's taken off the schedule, you know, right. so on and so forth. I mean, I think right now the only thing people can rely on for sure is TV. And yep. you just kind of, I think, you know, have your faith in that. There's that new Seth uh, Rogan thing that's coming about the pickle. Oh yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by that. I'm very intrigued I by that. I wanna, this. It, it's like a time jump movie where okay. he is a um, he's a he's a guy from like the I guess like the 1800s and he gets put in pickles and preserved and then he wakes up and finds one of his descendants in modern times and his descendant is like modern day Seth Rogen looking dude. And they kind of like war with each other. So he plays against himself in this, well, this like, is, you know, it's meta comedy. It's called yeah. an American pickle. Yeah. They're okay. American pickle. Yeah. Let me ask so you that's very, one very that's coming up question, in a week. Mm-hmm. What is, does, what is Seth Rogen's um, obsession with uh, packaged phallic symbols? <laughs> I, mean, I think you, I think you just answered your own question right there. I mean, but they're packaged. That's why it's that's that that's the twist, uh, guys. You know, with penis envy. All right, yeah, we're putting penis stuff out, but they're packaged. Why? I think it just supermarket. Mar- first, it's sausage what, party. Okay. Next, it's pickles. I mean, I think that Come just on, more Seth. speaks to his like fallacy in food, like yeah. those two things, like phallic things and food. No offense, Seth yeah, is looking very genius. good. I'm not trying to say that, but, yeah, but he's got right fat kid memories. He does. He's yeah, admitted yeah. as much. I think you just nailed it, Jacqueline. That's exactly you right. Did. I got nothing. It's, else. Like, uh, it's like a whole package of dicks, guys. <laughs> and that's why I love him. And he makes great stuff. He really does. Yeah. Uh, no, he's time and again. He's a, him and Evan pretty powerful Hollywood producer, like not even in like a remotely small way, a very powerful Hollywood producer. Black Monday. Oh Andrew. yes. Black Monday. Yes. Also, Preacher. Audrey Hill came in that Preacher. one. Yep. Yeah. Preacher. Yep. The boys. Yes. 
right? Um, and now this. He's got the, yeah. the Pickle movie. I mean, this guy doesn't stop. He's just constantly no. doing stuff. So that's yeah. something to look forward to. And that's coming out in like August on HBO Max? I think it's like August 5th or 6th, somewhere in there. Like the okay, first soon. week in August. Yeah, that's, that one was when I was like, okay, that one's like absolutely early. And then... That's great. I can't think of anything really good that's coming. I know. This is what I'm saying. I was hoping in August. something new, but I mean, there really is anything. There's not really anything like, oh, this is the most amazing thing. I'm not saying that there isn't anything in the pipeline. The next thing I'm really looking forward to is Lovecraft Country, the Jordan Peele, mm, but that's like, yeah. I think, late August. There, have okay, you heard anything working. about this uh, Wizards uh, Tales of Arcadia show that's supposed to be coming out on Netflix? I heard the name of it two days ago and I literally was like, what? Um, I had no idea what it was, but I'm glad that we'll have something to look forward to, but I didn't know anything about it. But like I said, it, it's going to be interesting. It's Cliff. Have you heard about this at all? No, not at it's all. A, but it's is an it animated sci-fi st- series from Guillermo del Toro. Ooh. Oh, that was what it was. Guillermo. That was the, Ooh. I was like, I heard somebody's name, but I couldn't remember. Okay. When does now the boys like come out? In. When does uh, the boys come out? Because that's coming out soon too. Yeah, I think end of August. Yeah, season time. two. That that show had no business being as good as it was. It really didn't. Right. That show was so good. Yeah, but this is what again we go back to Seth and Evan Goldberg. You know, they yeah. did it with Preacher. The same author of the graphic novel uh, yep. did the boys. So they obviously yeah. had to deal with him, and they really stay true to the adaptation. I think it's in their brand. I didn't see, I didn't know anything about the boys before, uh, the TV show. I knew it was based on a graphic novel, but I hadn't, I hadn't read it. And so I was mm-hmm. very pleasantly surprised with how well it's done because it doesn't always happen with a graphic novel adaptation. Agreed. I, that's know? a top shelf show. I think that's one of the best shows Amazon has on the, that and Maisel. I love Maisel, but that's. Oh, genuine. Maisel is good. Yeah. Uh, no, Maisel is amazing show period. I don't, I don't, I, I'm sure it probably speaks to your identity a lot more, but it's just it funny does. when she goes up there and like yep. puts like the, this and the, this, and she's like, look at right here. That I was like, I'm in on this show. I yeah. don't care what they do going forward. Her like drunken stand up. I was like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, and also I think they're doing some, you know, uh, you know, uh, Lynn uh, Paladino, right, Sherman Paladino. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think they're yeah. doing, you know, and I was not her biggest fan. I mean, the the Gilmore Girls makes even just saying the name, my stomach curdles. Like Lauren Graham ruined Bad Santa for me, and that's an impossible movie to ruin. So for me, I'm not the biggest Lynn Paladino Sherman or Sherman Paladino fan or her husband, but this is next level. Stuff where they're just so delicately putting in even like the race stuff in the sixties. Yeah. She's working for a black man, and she, it's just yeah. this. It's really, really well thought out and, and carefully concerned. I, yeah, I that and shows you how how far removed I was from Gilmore Girls. Like I didn't even understand that that was a thing. Like I found out about that later, where like people were obsessed with this, and I was literally like, "Oh, this is how my white friends felt when I was talking to them about living single in Martin." Like I didn't even know this was a thing. That, that is, it, it is. It's it's a white woman of a certain age. Watch yeah, that. yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this is y'all's, huh? Okay, cool." Yeah. But y'all we go have big ahead. problems. Yeah. White <laughs> people have I big just, problems. You can, no, you can in that in that show. Follow. Don't get me wrong. You know. Uh, you know, I watch. I, I got stuck watching a few of those episodes, and the dialogue. That's why Maisel's so great, is because I like that snappy dialogue that they do. You know, and that kind of that that that, that beaded kind of conversation where it can kind of feel like it, it's very rhythmed. But yeah, it's Stars Hollow. We could, we you know, other than Melissa McCart- McCarthy, probably didn't. I didn't even know she was in that. I found that. That's how I found out about. It. They're like, well, she's from she Gilmore Girls. I was like, 
what that was how i found out about it yeah, she wasn't she didn't play a comedic character at all she was like the lauren graham's best friend and she didn't really do anything so the reason for me that uh uh bridesmaids was so surprising was because the only place i had ever seen her she played a character called snooki um not anything like any other character named snooki um in that show who was just a very sweet very soft-spoken like uh cook who like cooked at the inn and that's it but and then she does this other show that was the the why the drastic difference because i didn't realize she was actually a comedian yeah i had no idea about it but they said because i said where did melissa mccarthy come from when she was doing the oscar run for can you ever forgive me and i was like man she just seemed to really like sort of come out with that mike and molly show and bridesmaids like back to back and they're like no she was on gilmore girls i was like say huh (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's a long yeah she had a road you know it's yeah it, it's it's uh all right so we got nothing coming out that's what we've really come down to like this is it i mean there's hey when they announce more of these movies going to vod because i know some other they basically hollywood is really like they're they're figuring it out that well, it's gonna be longer than what you thought <laughs> hell yeah it is well you know honestly i think that at least we got the umbrella academy coming out tomorrow right yeah that's gonna be good. We got um, Big Brother All Stars coming. Is that, is that true? Is that? <laughs> I do. Nobody cares about it, but it is coming. You care. Out. My wife and you I. You care. Yeah, it's a big thing for Jason. Yeah, that's the one show that me and my wife can both watch together because we could. We I we could just talk about how horrible everybody is on that show. Um, yeah. We got the we got the Seth Rogen uh, Life is a Pickle. American whatever. Pickle. Yeah. yeah. Um, that uh, guy. There's that new animated show. I'm not exactly sure when it's coming out with the guy from New Girl and from uh, from Stumptown. Uh, oh yeah, I like that guy. You don't know who that is, Jacqueline? I, guy, I probably know. Kind of, I, looks like his nose was broken. Yes. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know awesome. his face, but I also didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch um, New Girl. Stumptown. Oh, New Girl or Stumptown? Yeah, yeah I'm not a. I'm not a fan of New Girl. Hey, Johnson, he has a new show on Netflix called Hoops. An animated show, but I don't know if that's coming out real, real soon. But that's, uh, I saw some previews for that recently, so I hope that that's coming soon. Did you get to watch the, um, uh, Jacqueline, did you get to watch any of the David Schwimmer show, Agency, on Peacock? No, I didn't. The only thing I watched on Peacock is I watched Psych because I, um, I interviewed Dulé, and so it was really good, actually. Very smart, and I was late on the psych train. By the way, they call their fans psychos, because that's a thing. Uh, and Great. It's wonderful. It's, 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 that's a show that has, like, a rabid fan base. Like, DC fans are looking at those people like, y'all need to calm down. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I'm not kidding. They are legit. Like, they, like, mark where there's pineapples in the episode because that's, like, a whole thing about the show. Um, but, yeah, no, but I was pleasantly surprised. The USA had their own thing going on with, like, that and Royal Pains and the movie right. with Matt Bomer. What is it? Where he was like a confidence guy. Oh, uh, white collar. A white, white collar. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Like, and suits. So, like, they had all those shows that have very loyal people, but they seemed very far removed from network television. They aired at weird times, too. But man, those people are like legitimately very, like, obsessed with those shows. Yeah. I felt like Suits. So, it's official, right? Suits is a real show. What do you mean? Oh, like, it's a good show. No, no, no. It's a real show. Like, it exists. There are episodes of it. Someone could go watch it. It's not like the moon landing where people think it's fake. I feel like they made up suits just to give Meghan Markle something that she had before she got the throne. 
shade. No, Wait, that was a real thing. show. It was. A I didn't real know. Show. I, I've never seen one thing. I feel like I can't tell any of them apart. They all They're, look like I'm the guy that's in the suit. I don't know what's going on. People love the I, show, huh? But that goes in that USA like ecosystem. I don't even know what you call it, but those people are not part of anything else. They just those people. <laughs> so fascinating. Jace? Oh no, else? I'm trying to I've just been trying to figure out shows. The only things I could find are animated shows. I'm saying. Um the mm. new Star Trek animated series called uh, Lower Decks. Lower Decks. People it's, are excited about that. Well, it's got one of the, the one of the sh- the showrunner is uh, X Rick and Morty guy, um, and one of the, the main writers. So it's all kind of that same thing, kind of like uh, Solar uh, Opposites, where it's kind of tied back to Rick and Morty. So that's on the sixth. The Hoop one is on the twenty sixth. There's like it looks like there's funny cartoons coming out right now, um, but that's all I can really find <laughs> for August. This is this is what I'm saying. So you know, uh, if you haven't watched any of the things we mentioned, you could dig into those. Um, I'll tell you what not to do. Don't dig into the season two of Hannah. Oh, no. <laughs> Not good? No. I also, loved the first season. Loved Oh, the first season was good. I thought it was really well done. And it's the guy from True Blood. Jason, did I cut you off? No, no. No, no. Okay. You look sad. Oh, no. I was thinking about, I wanted to ask uh, Jacqueline about a movie after your See, I knew he did. No, I knew he did. Go ahead. I had nothing really to say. Um, James Franco's brother just made that movie, The, the Rental. Rental. Have you seen it? Okay. I have. It's not bad. I just don't care to watch hipster white people getting terrorized for an hour. I just didn't care. <laughs> and they're like couples and they're like fighting couple things. I'm like, I don't care about your problems. <laughs> I asked Cliff, I, I texted Cliff before the show to ask if this was, um, if anybody had heard about anything and Cliff just answers. That's not a real thing. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. It's, about not, it. <laughs> it's not a bad movie and it's not made poorly, but it's sort of like, Oh, that's a great meal of food that I don't want to eat. Right. Right. So like, yeah, it was prepared. Great. But like, yeah. I don't like Brussels sprouts, so yeah. I don't want to eat them. Yeah. They're probably great Brussels sprouts, but I don't really care. Yeah. 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 French laundry. That's fine. I'd rather have some Mac and cheese. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not the food that I want to eat. Yeah. Y'all did it well. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and Allison, Allison Brie and it's good. Dan Steven and it's good. And he, he's got some skill. Kids got some skill with the camera. I'm not going to say that he doesn't, but in the end I was like, yeah, I could have watched an old episode of the West wing and been way more satisfied than watching this. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know what I'd rather even watch than that? A studio eight H with DL Ugly. That's the one. I'm yeah. Say. Uh, studio. Uh, yeah. Studio 60 or whatever. Yeah. 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 It was studio yeah. 60, I, right? The Aaron yeah, yeah. show. Oh, I love that show. That show did not get the love that it deserved. Even with Matthew Perry. It didn't. Yeah. yeah. We, we forgot it was Matthew Perry. It was so good. Yeah. Did you see that show, Jason? <laughs> oh, I saw that show. I thought I it got that show. I thought that well, the thing about that show is it started out not great and it didn't really get good until they started bringing in all the stuff with the. The military guy and 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 actually getting back into the little bit more of the West Wing political and having something to say because it it spent the first three episodes talking about how it was the funny the, they were creating the funniest show on TV and every sketch that they looked like they were about to put on looked really bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. real thing. But but you saw that also with the newsroom and I think he learned from Studio sixty with the newsroom because they jumped right into it yeah. in yeah. the newsroom where it was like immediately great. Yeah. Yeah. But it got there. right by the end. It was so sad. I just, I kind of just feel like I remember seeing everybody backstage and one guy's in his out his uh, military uniform about to go or just getting home and being really touched and going, oh, now it's over. Right when I really started to love this thing. Yeah, I was very uh, upset about that. But yes, I'd rather watch any of those things than. All right. So all right, I, 
Yeah. Well, well, listen, here's the thing. You lost me at Allison Brie. You know, right away, I'm not in. I, I, I don't buy her in anything. I think Do you like, not Glow? Glow? Wait. Oh, wait a minute. I'm thinking of the wrong person. Oh, who's, the, who's the Allison Brie I love from Mad Men? She's a genius. Allison She's Brie a genius. from Community. She's in Glow. Yeah. Yeah, Glow, the, the, the brunette from yeah. Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a madman too. No, no, no. Yeah, she's, she's a, a genius. That 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 actor is a genius. No, I'm talking about the the what's the girl? I'm doing this. The Supergirl. What's the not that not, not Supergirl? The 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 DC one. What was she? Uh, Brie Larson. It's Brie Larson. Is that it? Yeah, Brie. Yeah, Marvel. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie Larson. yeah, no, this is Allison Brie. No, not her. Yep. Not her. The yeah. one that won you the Oscar. Me, Brie yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah for no, the room. no, not her. No, no, this is yeah. Allison yeah. Brie, who's yeah. Dave's wife. Dave Franco's married to Allison Brie, yes. And oh. Dan Stevens, who plays the blonde kid that got killed on Downton Abbey. And yeah. then he was in Le- Legion. Legion. Which is, I think, yeah. a great show. Personally. It was. I like the first season the best, and then yeah. it kind of got a little too weird. I, got, I agree with you, but it, yeah, I like that show. But yeah. Wait a minute. What's the movie on Netflix with Allison Brie where she's like hallucinating half the time and she's seeing like pink rainbows? You know the one that came out like last month? That's not a Dave Franco thing, is it? Oh. I have no idea. When did she marry Dave Franco? Can someone tell me? Like a year Jay-Z. ago. Yeah, that's Horse what I thought. You're thinking of Horse Girl? What am I thinking of? Oh, Horse Girl, right, exactly. That she wrote. I do remember this now. I didn't see that movie, but I remember. It premiered at Sundance, and I, yeah. I saw it on the calendar, but I didn't see it. Like, I saw it on the listing, but I didn't see it. See, now what you said to me and what you've actually turned me on to is the fact now it's making sense. Alison Brie, I was wondering what was happening with her choices. And no. now I'm figuring it out. <laughs> I'm no. really figuring it out. No, she it's, basically decided to do her husband's movie. That, that she's being sense. influenced creatively by other people that were not. Because up until, you know, Glow, this she was on a roll. You couldn't. Yeah. She could do no wrong. You didn't like Glow? I no, I loved Glow. Glow. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. With Glow, Glow is Perfect. I love perfect. it. All but seasons. after that, was fantastic. she's kind of doing some other things. I, I, yeah, like, like stop she wants that, the people. She wants the serious actor role, and they just haven't hit for it yet. No. No. Right, because she's that good, but the uh, you know the right director is not plucking her and saying, you should be this person yet. Yeah. Yes. It's not going to be Dave So Franklin. just so you know, she, they, were, they got engaged in August of 2015, and they got married in March of 2017. This okay. makes sense to me, right? This makes sense to me. So she picked Glow right around the time they were still engaged and she gets married. All of a sudden, it's the weird horse movie. It's the renter. It's, uh, you know, uh, enough said. I love Dave Franco. I think he's hilarious. I love Dave Franco, too, in a, as a fourth or fifth on the call sheet. Oh, I think funny. He cracks yeah, me up. Yeah, you're right. I agree with you. And uh, what, what's the one? Uh, now You See Me? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's good. He's on that yeah, one. He's great. Yeah. He was good in that one. He was one of the p- few things I liked about that one season of Scrubs where they were in a teaching hospital. Uh, yes, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. He's a very versatile actor. Who's, 21 Jump Street. He was in those. Yeah. In you those. put him in those roles, he's always going to be great. You know, but don't. this is a problem with brothers. You see it with the Wilsons. Like, don't try to be James. Just be you, man. Just don't direct the movie. There's got to be a... What? There's like a I'm not going to... Secret Dorfman out there that you're secret. This is all kind of envied towards you're like, oh, that Dorfman. Dorfman what do you mean? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, what is it? Like a bitterness? No, I like art. So I oh. don't feel like artistically he's not landing with me other oh. than being that guy. I feel like he's amazing when he's that guy. And then now you're branching out and I'm not feeling the creative. Got it. 
You're saying so, he's not a lead. Good supporting actor. I think he's a fantastic supporting actor. Um, I've yet to see him be a lead. I'm not saying he's not capable of being a lead. I've yet to see him be a lead. And by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if he was an amazing lead. What I'm saying is, maybe don't write or direct. <laughs> Just something's working really well for you right now, which is acting. Just stay with that. Like, everybody doesn't You're have to basically be like, Don't follow your dreams. Some people are not built to be a multi-hyphenate. By the way, I'm just yeah. reinterpreting what, what I'm you're saying. saying. I'm not agreeing with this because I I'm feel bad for the dreams. man. I'm not I talking about the man. the man. The man's probably a wonderful... You know, I talk about artists. I never talk about the humans. I, I can't because I don't know the humans, right? And if I do, I'll say they're good people or whatever. But I'm talking about the artists. I'm kind of like, uh, uh, okay, stay acting. This, you're, you're good at this. You're really good at this. Like, why do you want to suddenly stop what you're really good at and try to do something that you don't know if you're good at? <laughs> well, now we know what we're going to come back with, Jacqueline. We're going to just find all the brothers, the, all the people related to each other that are um, doing shows. Mm, not <laughs> what you're going to come back to is Cliff in the hospital from a blanket party as he walked out of his place in Calabasas. And I don't know if it's the Francos or the Wilsons. It's like a whole thing now. Or the Sorry, Olsen, on that Olsen, Olsen. I want the Olsen twins to come after you. That's who I'm really waiting for you to really talk about. I mean, enjoy. <laughs> a blanket One of party newly, by the Olsen twins. Newly single. One's newly single. She divorced the old man. <laughs> really? So, I mean, I cannot think of a more perfect old man to step right in and fill oh, those, God. Fill oh, those God. valley and loafers. With that, guys, it is yeah, time to go out. Jacqueline, we kept Jacqueline, you the thank whole time you. and we really apologize for that, but you were so awesome to talk yeah, to. Yeah, that was great. Oh, no, you guys had fun. I loved it. I mean, look, I, let's. where am I going? Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. I love talking to you guys. Oh, hey, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Jacqueline. We'll have you back again real soon. And Yeah, anytime, man. Thank, thank you, you guys so here. much. Be safe out there. Give Dave Franco a break. <laughs> we will thank you. We'll continue this. Talk to you tomorrow, and I can't wait to share our thoughts about Umbrella Academy because I'm really excited for that tomorrow. All right. Me too. Bye. Bye. Bye, Jacqueline. Well, we ran over again. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. great. I love when stuff goes like this. Was I just such a dork today? No, you were good. Yeah, you guys were you were awesome. I love you guys were really cool talking about all that stuff. It was really fun. Okay, I was really dorking out. But okay, so we got to go, right? So these are the best shows. I love. Every time it's, uh, all right, I'm going to stop talking. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay strong. Thank you for being here. Jason Smith. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to Dave uh, Franco. I would be happy to uh, read your next story. I uh, love you guys and uh, have a good night. Well, I'm going to regret this now, haven't I? Maybe Dallas Quarantine. A podcast network.